0: hey everyone happy new year and welcome to our first episode of 2021 at the random fandom with brandon and brandon i'm brandon that and i'm Bra- brandon. Oh, hey,
1: hey. yeah and i'm talking over other brandon or <laughs> you brandon <laughs> and uh to all our chinese listeners uh, we'll wish you a happy Chinese New Year next month. So your time is coming. Stay with us until then.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not leaving anybody out.
1: Yeah. Do you remember this time a year ago when no one knew what was in store?
0: Oh, man. Can you imagine like that? The bliss we had, the innocence, you know, of, of just thinking that this 2020 was going to be another fairly normal year? Well,
1: yeah, that, that, I guess. But what I was referring to is they had no idea what a great year of podcasts were waiting for them, uh, as recorded and edited and made glorious by us.
0: Also, also very true.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 And, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not. So don't, we are here (laughs) doing episode 96. It's a new year. And if you've been listening to us just in the last week or so, we're taking a new approach. So, uh, just one topic more or less per episode now, instead of a long, deeper dive, we're just doing a small, a smaller, I was going to say a s'more for some reason, um bite-sized s'mores we're making
0: bite-sized s'mores
1: oh that sounds awesome actually sounds really good and dude one day even though you've flat out rejected this idea and as half of our our creative you're allowed to do that but we got to do like a top 10 cereal breakdown and s'mores for sure will be on there for me really oh i love s'mores
0: oh don't you remember well i know i remember the s'mores cereal you still eat pop tarts right what you still
1: eat pop tarts right? not often but once in a but while but you do sure so how could you how could you not have s'mores in your heart it's just like ultimate junky kid food you know and i it just it tastes good too
0: yeah no i mean i i agree it's a, it it tastes good but i'm I, I don't know if as a breakfast cereal it's really the best it's it's like more like a dessert you know well all cereal is breakfast cereal really yeah but no some cereal fits better in the dessert category
1: all right, stay tuned for our next episode where we'll do a deep dive <laughs> cereal breakdown. Brandon, yeah, what, what are we talking let's about? Screw it! Oh no, wait,
0: wait, let's no, do we're it. We're doing it. Next episode is going to be a cereal, best of top ten cereals breakdown. Breakfast or not? Yeah, bre- Brexit or not?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, our poor British friends—they're—they're they're doing their the best
0: they can with what they got <laughs> going on. Uh, yeah, what are we? What are we talking about today, Brandon? Well, we're going to do a whole year in review for games, movies, and television. So we're going to go category by category, and we're going to talk about some of the things that we've played or watched, some of the things that we really thought are are top of the line worth mentioning or worth watching or playing. But also, we might mention some things that we're pretty disappointed about. At the end of each category, we are going to give our best in show or best 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 of the category.
1: Yeah. So highlights, lowlights, and then ultimately, what is our own personal favorites from each? I like it. Um, there's going to be some things. Obviously, we left off. We're not professional reviewers or consumers, so we couldn't get to everything. So if there's something we mentioned or don't mention, it's only the stuff that we personally uh, played, watched, or something of that yeah. effect. So, like, for instance, I didn't watch The Last of, I didn't watch. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. I didn't watch Last of Us because it's very cinematic, but I didn't play last was part two so when i give my favorite people they're gonna be like what i'm like well i didn't play it so
0: i can't that's right. up and yeah. that is completely your fault i accept that damn that game is good okay but spoiler <laughs> that i'm gonna i'm gonna mention that game in our games review i can't imagine a review without it so why don't we start with the games and i think this is a good opportunity for us to use our 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 Video game movies and TV sweeps that we are not gonna be able to use now with the it's
1: Just like a special occasion like this. Yep. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Go. Okay. Obviously, this year was uh very marred by a pandemic, but still some really good games were able to come out, not all of them on schedule or even this year. But
0: <laughs> a lockup up back t- yeah.
1: Yeah. I want to just start off by saying, um, if you haven't listened to any of our uh, previous two episodes, both Brandon and I are now next generation compatible. We both have Xbox Series X. You also picked up a PlayStation 5. Um, and so it's I was
0: mentioning that you even bought a brand new TV on what, a few days ago? On a few yep, days ago. On a
1: few days ago. On a <laughs> few days, ago. A few days I was, ago. I was born on a Monday, and then I also bought my TV on a Monday. And uh, yeah. I am uh, fully fledged up while I, I think this will be something we could talk about in a future episode when we have each individually more time. I do want to mention cyberpunk. If I had more time with it, it's, it technically was released in 2020, but it's going to be a game I play in 2021. So I'm just going to leave that off the list for better or for worse.
0: We'll share more
1: with that later.
0: I'm playing that game and I'm absolutely addicted to it. Like, oh yeah i can't yeah i agree it's with interesting that. that you know people are reviewing it on old consoles and they're and they're giving it like fours because it's so glitchy and so bad but yes. on a new console or a pc that can handle it it runs i mean it's still, glitchy.
1: it's still glitchy like but far less and i have the advantage of playing less. on an xbox one s and now the xbox series x and night and day difference it's not just a sales ploy it's for sure very necessary that game god bless them if they can fix it with patches but does not compute speaking from personal experience on now what is the previous generation of console so they should have they should have just not released it on the old consoles true well i mean i think that would have saved them a lot of refund hassle and bad pr but so it goes you know uh heavy is the head that wears the crown but they it is a fun game. We'll get more into it later. But if anyone's just like, well, what about this? I can't speak enough to it. It's going to have to be a 2021 game for me. I, yep. First game that I remember uh, buying this year, I didn't buy many games this year. There was a lot of free to plays. But the first game I remember buying this year was Resident Evil Nemesis. And if you want to go back in our archive and listen to our thoughts on that, that was, that was ultimately a good game. Um, was not game of the year. Uh, I saw some really harsh reviews on it. You can go back and hear our thoughts. That was ultimately the first game I really remember having some time with and enjoying, though it was very short. And then I started getting into Warzone. So those are two that I want to just offer us, you know, a contribution
0: to the discussion. What about for you? Well, I think Warzone is worth mentioning. I think Warzone is the first, no, is it the first? It's one of the first Battle Royales that I really got into. And I got, I got addicted to it in a weird way, where, like, I would—I'm not even kidding—I would go to bed and I would be like playing through it in my mind. And oh yeah, um, oh yeah, which is like so unhealthy. That is so bad. And so I, I love that. Yeah. What?
1: (laughs) What? What? (laughs) I said, "What are you thinking about during sex?"
0: Yes, constantly. Um, and your mom was, like, super mad at me. And I was like, dude, just chill out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to do that. Okay.
1: No, it's completely warranted <laughs> and justified. <laughs> so, and
0: so, so Call of Duty, I I think it, it's worth mentioning. But as much as I loved that game a while ago, I hate that game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it wore out
1: fast. You know, it 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 played fast. And, I like, I was on fire with it. But it also crashed for me really fast. There was not like a lot of middle ground. It was just like, once I realized how much I sucked at it and I was never going to get any better and just all I could hope was to catch a little lightning with a really good partner that I could just dovetail off of. I'm not a sniper. That game always, always, always feels like to me, like it favors snipers. I'm not a sniper. So it wore out fast. But you know what? I probably put away a good, I don't know. I'm going to estimate 40, 50 hours on that game. And that's yeah. that's a that's a bit pretty big sink for a multiplayer battle royale, and it had different modes and it had you know some paywalls, but all in all, I thought it was actually a really good offering from uh, Activision
0: and the team at uh, uh, Call of Duty for free, nonetheless. You for know? free. So a couple that I'll mention that you unfortunately didn't play because you don't didn't have a PlayStation Four, but um, Ghost of Tsushima spider A lot of people's favorite game this year. Sorry for interrupting. Like yeah. A lot of people's favorite game this year. It's one of mine. mine. It's, it, it is it is absolutely... So Ghost of I'll, I'll go one by one. Ghost of Tsushima is the most beautiful game I've ever played. It doesn't mean it's the best graphics, but it does mean that lighting and color and scenery is the most beautiful I have ever seen in a video game.
1: Like the overall... Artistic presentation seems just unparalleled right oh, it's
0: now. Incredible. I mean, somehow that game, you're like riding through a horse in that game, and you will pass by the the most beautiful part of all four seasons at one time. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter because as you are riding through that land, you are just so in awestruck of what you're seeing. And and I think that is something that no game is ever. You know, I guess Uncharted and, and other games like that, that are linear every once in a while, will have you stop and look and go, wow, that is beautiful. But to yeah. have that in, in such a large open world game is incredible. And so that is very high on my list. Cool. Similar well, is. Well deserved, yeah, I'm sure. Similar is Spider Man, Miles Morales. Um, I say similar in the open world fun version, but not necessarily in the um, scenery. But I had more fun with the photo mode in Spider-Man than I did in any other game, because oh, cool. just taking a still shot of, of Spider-Man and his cool suits, you know, it's just that game is so fun to play in just the general movement. Um, even if they did put out kind of like, you know, Miles Morales is like a 1.5. If yeah. every time they came out with a new game, it was of, of New York city and you had the same swinging mechanics, I would probably still play it. I want them to innovate, but I, I would probably still play it because in its base level, it's so fun. Now, here's a question
1: I have for you, if you don't mind, is it warranted to be a full purchase or is it still being that it's a 1.5 kind of feel should it only be like a
0: $40 purchase or a three fourths purchase? That's a good question. I think, I think it's absolutely, it's a $60 purchase. Cool. So I, I can see why some people would think that it's worth more than like more, more like $40 if they're comparing it to the original Spider-Man game, which was better was longer, had more content. Um, this one does feel like a 0.5, but it, okay. But but still, it is better than most games that were released throughout the entire year. Good to know. Yeah. One one that I didn't play much of that you did is Tony Hawk, and I know you oh, into that. What a
1: what a just a joy! And again, these are most of these games that we're taking a minute to stop on talk about. You can get our more in depth um, feelings in the art feelings. Yeah, I guess feelings, thoughts in our archives, but uh what an absolute joy and that game just so wonderfully towed the line between being relevant to this generation and also being a very faithful remake without just a print or a copy and print you know copy and paste then you print um, if you want it's your, <laughs> your choice i'm trying to save paper uh but yeah what a fun game and you know by as by witnessed or as evidenced by the fact that uh it won at the game awards uh the best sporting game of the year against yeah. some you know, big you know mainstay you know titles
0: right and that's as a 40 dollars purchase right yeah and and you're getting two
1: games worth and plus just like the nostalgia but it doesn't like rely to rely too heavily on it and it's a smooth game it's and it's just fun to play and it's that perfect just like oh i'm just gonna drop in and drop out but yet i can find myself at times playing it for like an hour straight and i'm like oh damn i've been doing this for a while. Just a really fun game. Genuinely, probably like a top three game this year for me as to what I've played.
0: I think they came out with the remake at the perfect time because you and I played a bit of it when you first got it. I think we first booted it up on at my house, right? Yes. And I enjoyed playing it mainly because even though I know that I've played those levels before in the older mm-hmm. versions, I don't remember them. They, they I'm that... Far removed that i don't remember each level so they felt new you know that that's that
1: and that is especially excuse my stutter true on uh tony hawk 2 as that one you know just had the the task of being the sequel wasn't the first so while i still remember some parts of it i don't remember as much as the original but it's like beat by beat the same levels and just with a few additions just enough to keep it new and new skaters new music new unlockables it's just it's a fun game and if someone is playing it for the first time they're like whoa this game is awesome i'm sure but especially to get guys like you and i from the previous generation of consoles I was like this was a fun game and it's still awesome all right uh, a lot of remakes going around and this one definitely was a, a shining star of which
0: yeah i think resident evil final fantasy 7 VII- and this, Tony Hawk, are the three like shining remakes, right? I mean, of right
1: now, at least, yeah, or this year and last. Yeah. You mentioned Final Fantasy VII. I don't think either one of us played that. I know it was a lot of considerations for best this, best that, best overall, but just neither of us got around to it. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I played the demo, and um, I don't know. There's something that just couldn't grab me. Yet, I know people who really enjoyed it and played all sure. the way through. Um, so apparently it, it did exactly what it wanted to do. It's just, I don't think what it wanted to do was really what I wanted at the time. Yeah.
1: I'll give you that. That's fine. I mean, uh, the game take like what, 10 years to finally come out. So for me, I was just maybe a little lost steam with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it I, was kind I, of cool that it finally happened. Yeah. You know, one game that I loved and then I, I hated <laughs> was, oh, can I guess? Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah. I already, I already kind of spoiled it. Animal Crossing. Was it, was yeah. that going to be your guess?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You mentioned, you know, like sometimes you'll just drop in while you're like pretending to pay attention to a zoom call at work. And other times it's just like, why am I wasting my life on this? So Dude.
0: yeah, it's basically I feel just like, like I
1: wasted so much time in that game. It's basically like just a, a mobile the best of a mobile game that you've paid for on a switch the way i understand it just very simplistic tasks and repeat and like time cycles and stuff like that yeah Bawning.
0: so it's a little deeper than a mobile game but it's very very shallow for a standard console game if that makes sure it. you know it, it, it's like right in the middle which makes it addicting for the repeatable aspects of a mobile game, but Mm -hmm. it makes it disappointing with the fact that you can do the same thing a thousand times and it just doesn't feel any different. And there's never really a, the progression in that game is so slow and repetitive that it kind of makes it not worth it. And even when I I feel like uh, I've, maxed it out because there got to a point where money didn't matter to me. And, um, and I could buy anything I wanted, but like what I would look forward to every day was five new items in a, in a shop that I could buy. And maybe they were new, but most of the time they weren't. And that's stupid. Like, why am I doing that? (laughs) Why am I logging in every day for that? Anyway, that being said, um, I think it did Really well, and I know people who absolutely love that game. And it allowed me to connect with some people through that game. That um, even though the online version of that game is just executed so poorly, so poorly, it still allowed me to connect with people that I wouldn't normally connect with in a virtual manner. I feel you, which was nice. So,
1: in case you're wondering, if anyone hasn't caught up to, uh, You know, this Brandon is very well to do as witnessed by the fact that he has a switch, a PlayStation four or five, a new Xbox. He has all the consoles. So he's low key flexing when really when we're. Oh, by the way, I, I really like that. This isn't a year in review. As denoted by your text to me the other day, this is a urine review. And that was not intentional. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I so wait, no, that reminds me, I had a joke. I was gonna be like, so Brandon, today we're gonna talk about something that's cloudy, was pretty dark, and you know, caused a lot of pain. 2020 urine review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I I, do, I need to drink more water. That's my review.
0: That that yeah. was a that was an um a, a talk to text. I Auto, figured.
1: Someone who botches a lot of talks to text myself, you I do. should know, but still, it, I was like, I don't think he would be, try to be that corny if he was being intentionally funny. I'm like, he's smarter than this. So that's like, this must be an actual accident, which makes it hotter and funnier.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're not doing a year in review. We're doing a year in review. Yes.
1: You know what? And we want to preface, even though we said this would be a quicker one, this in general now we're trying to do some quicker episodes but this one will be a little bit longer uh let's uh put a bow on these last uh three uh here in the games category yeah sure okay so one of the games i was very excited about had a lot of frustration with ultimately really enjoyed it altogether was doom eternal um i just thought it built on what doom the the 2016 remake was and was not remake but you know reboot and it was just amazing experience after all. Still had a lot of replayability at the end too, after you finish the main campaign, there's still mm-hmm. enough reason to go back and play. Um, I didn't get into the multiplayer or the, um, the expansions. I know they're there waiting for me if I ever choose to, but at its core, it was a very fun campaign. Frustrating as hell, but just when that music hits and that frantic arena style, and the fact that I keep looking for the reload, but I'm like, oh, right, we don't reload in Doom. I just, I really enjoyed it. The enemy variety, the traversing, um, it was a really solid, frantic shooter. And I had
0: a lot of fun with it. What was your experience? You know, the Doom games, I, I played them both. I beat them both. I enjoyed them both. I just have this feeling that everybody likes them more than I do, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. It's just that, there's something about that game style that I—it's just not my—if I—it's not my pick of the litter. Like if I were to really talk about what I enjoy about games, having an arena-style shooter that's that fast-paced is a little bit lower on my list than something that is maybe slower but also more story-based, um, where I can feel like I'm in a different world. This one, yeah. this one—it felt very arcadey. And, and just like you say, arena, arena shooter, which is fine. I still enjoy uh, it, but I don't think it's near my top.
1: We talked just an episode or two ago about Gears of War tactics. Um, does that rate for you? Like amongst one of the better games of the years, again, being it's a, a slower year.
0: You know, I think it's a really good free game, but if I were to buy it, I'd be a bit disappointed. And and honestly, after after mentioning Doom Eternal and why why that's not very high on my list, Gears Tactics is the same thing. Nothing against the game. It it was exactly what it wanted to be, but it's just not my style of game.
1: And, uh, yeah, how could you fault for someone for feeling that way, for sure. Totally. Yeah. But, um, you know. I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was, like, a solid, like, eight of the game for me. Not to contradict myself. What's that? You beat it? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I, oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't come all that way to not beat it. And it actually had a really strong story, but it's just not, you know, told in conventional. It's like, the story is actually basically the interruption of gameplay. So mm. it, was, it was good. I really did enjoy that. I, it, I enjoyed it because like you said, it was not anything we were expensed by. It was free with games pass or is on there being that it's Microsoft and um, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, yes, it came out earlier in the year and then was later released on consoles, but still, it just kind of came out of nowhere. So Mm -hmm. nice little surprise, nice little shining light. And last, but I'm assuming not least, Brandon. The Last of Us? Would you say Part 2?
0: Part 2, yeah. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 was, in my opinion, the best game of the year. And I won a lot of Game of the Year awards. Um, I, I know Hades won a lot of other game <laughs> Game of the Year awards, and it, it sounds like it's a, an incredible game and deserves such. Neither of us Is played Hades. Um, isn't isn't that only on PC and Switch? Oh well, then there you go. So, but and you 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 and I are both not gaming PC people. We're more console people, and I have a Switch, but. I have, I have other games that have really taken up my time. And Hades does not seem like the kind of game I would like to play. I don't really appreciate those dungeon-crawling, Diablo-style games as much as a lot of people. Yeah. But I've talked to other people who feel the same way and still think that Hades is the best game of the year. So it, there's something about that game that's magical. But for me, The Last of Us Part Two was the absolute perfection of a video game on that on the last console it would be a perfect video game on a current console but like the graphics were incredible the voice acting the directing the storytelling and all of that meld melded together with perfect um pretty perfect gameplay and so i i think the last of us is a near perfect if not absolutely perfect video game in my opinion and for me wins my you know game of the year
1: it sounds like the way you're describing it it's not only obviously like a game of the year but it could be like an all-time
0: game it would it would be in a top 10 for me for sure yeah i feel you what's your what's your game of the year
1: uh I know this is against the spirit of what we're talking about, but I replayed Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's still my game <laughs> of the your year. Game
0: of the year? That's not fair.
1: From 2018. Um, it, it, I actually really, even though I had an uneven start with the game, in the end, for reasons I've mentioned and can further elaborate on in the archives, it's got to be Doom Eternal. I really really liked that and it was just the epitome of fun and it was what I was hoping it would be and it was just what I wanted for the time and you know like I've compared games to meals I can enjoy it and you can believe me if you're like if you prepare for me like oh did you like it and I'm like yeah it's good but if I go back for seconds that's always my marker of knowing that I've really had a good time with it mm. and I did and that's got to be my game of the year for what I played so if you're shouting what about this what about that sorry didn't play it
0: yeah, no, and that's an unfortunate thing. Is there's a lot of my two top are ones on PlayStation. So, yeah, it's hard yeah, to There we compare go. Compare that. Cool. So Doom Eternal and Last of Us Part Two. Let's move on to movies, and we get a chance to play our movie move, our move, movie music, movie sweep. Just do the thing. Okay.
1: If you don't mind not seeing but two or three of the movies we're going to talk about in theaters, it was a great year to watch movies from home. Uh, These are some of the ones that stood out, whether for good or for bad. The only place to watch it was home. No, we saw like two movies in theaters this year.
0: What did we watch in theaters this year? We saw Birds of Prey Prey. in theaters.
1: Yeah. And... Birds of Prey.
0: (laughs) Was that the only movie we saw in theaters this year? I think that might might be the only movie. Let alone I mean, think about it. Like lockdown started here in what February, March,
1: March. Don't exaggerate. March, yeah.
0: Anyway. Okay, let's start with Birds of Prey. Eh. Eh. <laughs> that's what you're going with is eh. it, it was it it was it was
1: one of the better DC offerings, but that doesn't make it great. I, I enjoyed it well enough. It was like a it was like a decent good movie i as i remember but you know back in january like i'm sure maybe i had different thoughts because we're just coming off it but altogether i was like it's pretty
0: good it's okay i agree it had its flaws but it it was overall entertaining it never set out to be a casablanca but it was an entertaining you know action romp (laughs) i guess
1: yeah. Yeah. When it was good, it was good.
0: Yeah. When it was just bad, we ignore it.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's fair to say. Um, then uh, certainly no particular order. Cause this year's just been such a blur anyways, but what's the next like thing that comes to your mind?
0: You know, I think that one of the movies that you and I both really enjoyed, speaking of this whole see a movie from home thing, it was on Amazon prime. And it was the Borat subsequent movie film. Oh, yeah. And I think that's worth mentioning as one of the better things to release throughout the year that we got. I don't want to say for free because we pay for the service, but generally, you know, you pay a monthly fee and, and you're kind of just at the whim of whatever content they throw out. And when they throw out a movie like Borat, you're just like, dude, what's nice is unlike Disney and
1: Mulan when it first released for no additional fee. Did we have to, or did we get to see this movie? And that was kind of a pleasant surprise. And the fact that it like, it was just announced like two or three weeks before it came out, we're like, oh, we're doing this? I know. And it didn't suck. Usually when things are just like so short notice like that, it kind of makes me a little suspicious. But this yeah. was fun. 14 freaking years later, it was still the, the same spirit, but also new
0: story. And it was just, it was fun. And it worked. And we have a previous episode where we, that was our main topic. And so if you want to hear more about how we felt about that you can go back but you didn't so you mentioned milan now milan came out and was a disney premium right where you had to pay thirty dollars extra for this disney premium or whatever i don't i don't know if i'm saying if it's premium or if i have the verbiage wrong but i because i don't care and i was not going to pay thirty dollars to see milan (laughs) and i'm damn glad i didn't because sooner or later that obviously didn't work for disney plus no, they ended up um, putting Milan on the regular Disney Plus, And when they did, I watched it and it was not good. It was as disappointing as all of the reviews say it was.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. But, 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 but I kind of liked it because <laughs> I, I, I never liked the the animated version. And I actually thought for something of a little more serious of a topic as war and family and honor, I didn't have Eddie Murphy, you know, being silly as the dragon to like, it it just took, granted, it was still very light. It was just like as much as you can make an animated on camera, you know, like it's still like, like the fight scenes were like, kind of like very, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And, but, you know, for made for like kids and families, I thought it actually was decent. I'm not going to, like, say I hated it. I'm not gonna say I loved it, but it was decent. It was, and I didn't pay for the premium. I waited till it was actually like released on video on mm-hmm. dim- on, on Disney. And it wasn't bad for, you know, actually, I think the last time my daughter and I had a sleepover here, that's what we watched. So mm. it wasn't too bad. They, sure. Granted, well, I watched it with different that. lenses. Hey, you know what movie came out this year? And I'm totally, I think we both forgot was Sonic the Hedgehog. That was a, this year. Remember, it was gonna be released in November of last year, but then they reworked
0: on it? Yeah. I want to see that, and I still have not seen it. It wasn't
1: bad. It was not awesome, uh, as any video game based movie would not probably be. But uh, as far as that goes,
0: it wasn't so bad. Um, yeah, you. I know you love that. It makes me, and that makes me want to see it more. You know, it like, was
1: actually like really charming and funny, and you know, it's just like everything seemed like actually like a coherent story for as much as a. Blue Hedgehog coming to Earth, needing to get speed, can make sense,
0: right? Yeah. And do you think that if you were to watch that movie with the original Sonic, you would like it as much, or do you think that the 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 design of the original Sonic before they redid it to look more like the original character, do you think you would have liked it with that Sonic, the old Sonic being the main character the entire time? no then it's a real good thing they fixed it (laughs) because the old one was so creepy oh yeah for sure oh another thing i should just
1: mention real quick i know i know this won't apply to you uh and doesn't sound like it will ever based on uh our previous discussions but onward also came out this year the uh the disney animated the disney pixar film that came out like right before shutdown
0: yeah
1: i enjoyed with my daughter and it was like it was a really sweet movie and it had uh Two big Marvel uh MCU guys voicing it in Chris Pratt and Tom Holland plus other voices. And it was just a really sweet movie. It's not like an all-timer, but mm-hmm. I, th- I think that one goes on the uh the good side of things for me.
0: You know, I wish I could watch that movie, but I'm afraid it's like a, how do I I don't want to say afraid, but um you know I understand I, the reservations. As somebody who is has lost their father, and this is a movie based on two brothers and i have a i have a brother <laughs> um he would totally be the
1: the older brother in this case based on he? yeah
0: but as like far as the characters go two brothers get the chance to like get their father back even if temporary um i don't think i can handle it like emotionally like it sucks to say that but i i'm staying away from that movie because of that reason yeah i don't i don't blame you and uh but I, it's. But I would I love. Normally, it would be a movie I would totally love to see because I I love those types of movies. But I I I don't know if I can. There's something I want you to know. Yes.
1: It's not your fault. <laughs> Look at me, son. Look at me, son. Thanks. It's not your. Dude, Thanks. Robin Thanks. Williams was just such a good actor. Just want to throw that out there for, in case anyone was wondering where I stood on that. <laughs> that movie um, is amazing. I hate I hate a lot of, like the the silliness that like people mock that movie with but that is a damn good movie what movie are you talking about goodwill hunting oh okay yeah
0: i was not putting that together okay that's okay
1: honestly i've been thinking about it for like the last week and i was just looking for the proper outlet so I'm glad we had this time i'm glad we did all right let's uh let's start picking up here any for better or for worse what else is uh, uh just making the list did you see bill and ted i did not I looked I looked upon that with indifference, sadly. It just looked very much like a lot of these movies with huge titles that meant a lot back in the day, like ah, but how's that translate like 20 plus years
0: later? I you know, I think they did a good job, but as good of a job as they can do with that style of movie and those characters.
1: Yeah, no, I feel you. Um and I just I felt like I could predict where this was going. So uh Again, assuming everything's on HBO Max, I might check it out on like a slower day or week or day off or something like that. But
0: just I think not it, yeah, I think it's worth right now. I think it's worth checking out. I don't think it's worth getting your hopes up for because True. even though I will say, looking at reviews, general reviews, they're pretty good for it. A lot of people who loved the old movies are mm-hmm. bringing that into this review. Yeah. Um, but as a re- as like a movie in itself, it can't really be seen as like a good quality movie, but it's yeah. still entertaining. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's Wonder- a couple of movies, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please, you, you got the ball, you're uh, rolling. I just wanna say there's a couple of movies on Netflix that came out that I wanna mention. I don't think please they're do worth it. a huge discussion, but Extraction with Thor. Oh, Chris Chris
1: Hemsworth. I watched about 30 minutes of that movie, and I'm just like, this is just being violent for the sake of being violent,
0: and I couldn't finish it. Oh, no, it's good, dude. It's I actually really liked it. Okay. I think it's more. Yeah, it's pretty- definitely more than that. It was directed by a stuntman. It was like a stuntman's directorial debut, I think. Um, don't quote me on that. And it shows, because the action sequences are unique in that way. Okay. Right where yeah. where you can tell that they come at it with like this sort of Jackie Chan almost mindset right where um it's not the the action sequence are not done like a normal movie and for that reason alone plus the fact that it's not a bad story it's but but it's really the relationship between um Chris Hemsworth and this this kid that he's trying to sort of Rescue and save? Oh uh, yeah, because
1: he lost a kid himself. I remember that. And but yeah. it seems like you know what it actually reminded me of, even from the premise alone, let alone the time I spent with it, was Man on Fire.
0: Yes. Man I on Fire. It.
1: That's that's a badass movie. Man on uh,
0: Fire is an incredible movie. Yeah. Way better than this, but extraction is still worth it.
1: Now, does does it like Man on Fire? Does this movie have uh Mark Anthony in it? I don't know who that is. He's the guy from Man on Fire. And he's also was a pop star and like Latin no. influence. And he was married to J-Lo, and he's kind of weird looking. He looks like a Latin Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Oh,
0: no. Okay, then never mind. But I, I, think see, I think Mark Anthony is in The Old Guard, which is also a Netflix movie that came out in 2020.
1: I never got around to that. That's the one with uh, Charlize Theron, if you will.
0: Yeah, and that one is...
1: Like a time traveling movie, kind of.
0: No, it's about people who have the Wolverine disease and can't die. Oh. Um, okay. Basically. I think it's done well. It's actually based on a comic. I, I joke about the Wolverine disease. It's not associated with that at all, but it is based on people who literally can't die and are immortal and have lasted centuries. And and they kill people, I, so they're Highlanders? Kind of. Oh, cool. I think it's good. It's good. I don't think it's incredible, but it, they also set up the old, I don't want to no spoilers, but they set up this to be something that can have sequels. So, um, it would be worth you watching. I would say it would be worth you watching extraction and the old guard. They're both free on Netflix and they're a couple hours of your time. It's, it's an action packed night.
1: I've got another tab open here, not to distract, but, um, this is just further proof of how long of a year 2020 was, and how just weird it is to think about it. Did you know Bad Boys for Life came out in 2020? <laughs> Didn't that feel like it was at least t- more than that?
0: I, did, I, I I
1: forgot that that they even came out. Yeah, with that was even a thing, yeah. And so was 1917. That came out at the very beginning of the year. Didn't see I that was one. Was supposed to be really good, and I never saw it. You know what was. Very good. Very good. Uh, Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford in a very CGI cast. No, it was not. Oh, I was like, you like that? (laughs) Well, I didn't see that. What are you talking about? Um, I heard that was bad. Bad, bad, bad. This is more of like a sleeper kind of indie style film, but for my horror fans out there, and I'm not just talking about like Saw, Gruesome, Murder, Stab, Porn kind of horror films, but like thinking actual psychologically scary films, which probably wouldn't be for you, Brandon, but. Um, his house. I mentioned that previously. I saw that a few months ago. Uh, it was a directorial debut. It blended perfectly between like real life issues and historical events. It is about basically based about um, around ethnic uh, cleansing and warfare and um, in the Sudan or outside of Rwanda in Africa, mm. and then um, a couple people who a couple, literally a couple, married couple who got out of there, and then the basically you can't tell where they wind up in life if it's oh, a haunting yeah. or actual real life guilt manifesting itself as psychological terror uh-huh. and it just keeps you guessing the whole way and it's very sweet very emotional and genuinely creepy not just like like the story but like some of the visuals you're just like whoa that's that's a little disturbing and it does so without ever go being gross it's like a pg-13 film and it was just a very provocative film. I would definitely recommend everyone who likes to be scared or wants to be scared or even just wants to check out a really good emotional story. Check out His House. I, I really, I love that movie. It
0: was came out of nowhere. I remember seeing the trailer for that. I, the face I Matt remember was Matt Smith.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there's something for everybody. Yeah. You know, for- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if anyone doesn't know who Matt Smith is, just ask Brandon. He'll tell you. He's a doctor. Is he clothed in your mind when you think no. of him? or No. Oh, cool. not yeah. at all.
0: No, not even a cloth on him. <laughs> Everyone needs a
1: good loincloth here and there.
0: <laughs> a couple others I want to mention that I think uh, are worth. And these are, these are once again, these exclusives to streaming services. But Which was no the one... year for it. I, it, it was, right? Enola Holmes. Oh, starring uh, Eleven and Geralt. Yeah, or Superman, yes. Nah, Geralt. Geralt. Okay, you're right. Geralt, he was way better as Geralt.
1: Uh, 100% confirmed, yes.
0: But that was actually, you know, Enola Holmes was not bad. It was, it was a nice take on a Sherlock Holmes-style movie. Was it sp- specifically
1: his younger sister, or they were just calling her that because she was doing the same thing basically or are they trying to draw lineage
0: no it was his younger sister oh that's sweet yeah
1: i haven't seen uh milton millie bobby brown i believe her name is outside of anything other than stranger things and you know respect she's like what 15 so i'm not gonna be like oh i wonder how she is but like but she
0: did she did a really good job in this like I I don't think, I don't want to put Enola Holmes as like this incredible film, because I don't think it was. I think it was worth your time, right? I think it was worth your time. And it's worth mentioning that this actress that we don't know much outside of Stranger Things can play something completely different and something really good. Nice. I think think this movie, I I think it was this movie where I realized that this woman is going to be Something great. Like her career is going to go places, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I might check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I might you, not. It's, have it's have my choice. Palm Springs. No. And I hear from
1: every publication that I read, from people who I know, uh, especially given my sense of humor, that I need to check that movie out.
0: It's I hear it's almost
1: like a modern day Groundhog's Day of sorts. It's evocative yeah. of something like
0: that. I I know that, okay, this is blasphemy to a lot of people. You're I, say it's better? I think I liked it better than I liked Groundhog's Day. Yeah, cool. it's really good. What about that? And I have a soft spot for Andy Samberg, man. That guy is so good. I know you don't, but I do. I used to be so annoyed by
1: him, and now I'm like, oh, no, this guy's awesome. Well, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you see that. Because you like people to be like you. You like, you know, conformity and it's a sign of a dictator. Go ahead.
0: Um, there's not much else that I can think of, but, you know, we, we talked about Wonder Woman 1984 in mm-hmm. our last meeting.
1: Ultimately, kind of a disappointment. Very much a disappointment. Based on the strength of the original, especially
0: yeah god that first movie was so good and one of the best comic book movies to come out in a really long time and then this thing came out and it was just so disappointing we deserved better yeah we don't want let's not go into that much uh but it's
1: worth mentioning because it was ultimately even though just by the the hair of its chinny chin chin did become a 2020 release and it's just you know we like to be positive here for the most part but you know truth be told it's worth mentioning that it was kind of a dud it was. It
0: yeah. Was. Is there anything else? I have one I want to mention, but um, I'm saving it kind of for my movie of the year. Uh,
1: I, I see where you're getting at. Um, that I saw that I really liked. You know, I'm sure if I was to like do a brain scan, I something would pop up, but or
0: open up my Netflix queue. But as far as movies go, I, I, that's about it for me. Well, what out of all of these would be your top? You know what, when I think about it, Borat,
1: it's either Borat or his house. And I enjoyed them both for incredibly different reasons, but I, I didn't expect, I was surprised in a, in a nice way. I didn't know Borat was happening, but his house just came out of nowhere for me. And it was funny because Netflix kept trying to like, be like, Oh, based on your preference for this, you'll like this. I'm like, of course you want me to like something that your own, you know, um your own netflix and my oh no netflix was actually knew what it was talking about this time i really that was probably sleeper hit i enjoyed that i enjoyed that the most out of all the movies that i've seen this year so you're
0: saying his house over borat or
1: yeah i mean yeah if you were to ask me my favorite comedy of course but well, no but just, your favorite movie overall yeah i really enjoyed that the most it just it stayed with me
0: wow okay yeah that's incredible. Um, I that actually really makes me want to see it now. Because you know me in scary movies. I just they don't, I don't it has to Thing be is, a really good scary movie in order for me to like it.
1: It's scary wrapped around an emotional, real life trauma-based movie. Like, was I Am Legend scary to you? No. No. And this wasn't inherently scary, but it uses scary elements to get its point across.
0: Okay. Hmm? OK. Mm, OK. Mm. OK. Well, I'll end it with my favorite of the year, which hasn't been mentioned yet, but is Hamilton. Haven't checked it out.
1: I just that three hour time commitment is scary to me.
0: Oh, but, you know, even God, it's just. Even if you split it into a couple of sessions, it's it's absolutely worth it. And. Oh, funny, that's, that's what your mom said to me. Oh, cool. We're both doing mom jokes. <laughs> Hamilton is okay. I'm not a huge fan of musicals in general. Like Les Mis, which it's like this Oscar winning incredible movie. I fucking hated it. I hated it. But yeah,
1: because it's not a good movie as yeah. good as is a stage performance. So when you say musical, you're talking about a, a musical movie,
0: not like I guess you're right. You're right. Hamilton is literally a, you know, like you're watching a stage show of Hamilton, but Hamilton, I don't even want to say as a movie, but as a cultural phenomenon, deserves all the praise it gets because it is such a work of genius. It was able to create this um, connection between pop culture and the hip hop world and broadway musicals and it so it brought like these two cultures together that would have never been together before and it creates this um it literally is a work of genius and a work of it's a masterpiece the music and the movie on netflix which is all i've seen i've never seen the actual actual theatrical show sure are are in my opinion some of the best entertainment that has come out in the entire year 2020
1: awesome um yeah i think you know when you hear about certain there's obviously just uh an endless amount of stage productions that will be always on the top of people's lists and tip of people's tongues but like for me when i think like that style of uh entertainment performance i think of phantom of the opera first les mis was awesome i'm sure like if i ever cared about cats i would like that I don't think you'll like the movie though. Oh no, unless you like digitally rendered buttholes. Um right. Wicked was good. I actually did see Wicked. W- Wicked was phenomenal. And there's certain ones that will like just be like landmark. And I think that's what Hamilton is to a lot of people, especially this generation in the way that it you know uses music as its storytelling vessel. Well, all musicals do, duh, but in particular. <laughs> with you know the iambic pentameter or however you pronounce that and I've, I've heard the music i've never once seen the musical live or the movie version of it but i know the music like i can hear it when someone's bumping it in the car next yeah, to me and you know and it yeah and it's like captivating kids and adults alike so i i am looking forward to seeing it and it makes total sense it's, uh, top in the list well give me three hours and uh yeah. make it happen. i'm too busy playing cyberpunk right now
0: yeah me too well, let's, right. let's, let's move to our last topic, which is television. And let's do
1: so by playing the little television thing.
0: And here we are with the final topic, television. There was, I think, if I were to say out of all those categories, games, movies, television, television was the one that didn't seem to be negatively impacted as much by 2020 and COVID. Not only was, was not as much negatively impacted, but like it was our saving grace because we're all stuck at home and there was some incredible shows that really helped us kind of get through it. You know?
1: Two big series for me um, that both, very successfully uh, avoided the sophomore slump too uh, in Mandalorian season two and the boys season two. Yeah. Both. But, and of course, those were like triple A titles, if you will. But there were some like fun little more indie style uh, shows here and there as well. And it was, it was probably like the most of enjoy- out of the three categories, if you can place them against each other. It's probably been the most enjoyable platform for entertainment for me this year.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, besides video games, I mean, still video games are always gonna take my top, I think, but it also was a, a year in which I am you know, living with my significant other and I can't just sit there and play video games all night like I want to. <laughs> um, so for us to be able to connect and watch shows like Mandalorian together, it's mm-hmm. a huge deal. Right. Um, and it's something that we can both enjoy. And I think Mandalorian was one that we both really, really enjoyed. And we, you and I talked about this on, I think, literally our last episode. But we yes. gave a very positive review of Mandalorian. It was strong this season. And that is shared by you, me, uh, as well as like those non-geeky people like my wife my wife, how do I, how do you say my wife without doing it in a Borat accent? You, you can't. You can't nowadays. No, it's impossible. Yeah. So if not, then that's your
1: measure of knowing if someone's cool or not. If they say yeah. that, you know, straight face and I'm like, Oh well, yeah, you're this like, you're is, not cool. yeah.
0: Or this girl sucks. It's 2021. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like if they were like, help, help. My wife was hit by a car and needs help. You're like, Oh, you didn't say it right. You're Sorry. like, you're not cool. I'm not going to talk to you. Two
1: guys. And that's on you. <laughs> Could you imagine someone in an emergency? Like, help! My wife and was hit by a car. <laughs> uh, have you ever like been in that position where you've hit someone's wife
0: with the car? <laughs> I mean, multiple times. But never, never did they say my wife with an accent. Well unless I couldn't hear the accent over all the tears. (laughs) Yeah, and the explosions and- Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to TV.
1: Uh, Mandalorian,
0: I think Mandalorian season two was one of the best things on TV this year.
1: Yes, it alone for the second year has been why I have a Disney Plus subscription, let alone new stuff coming soon
0: a lot of new stuff a lot well i shouldn't say there's a lot of new stuff coming up but not all of it anytime soon
1: some of it with dates some of it without but we uh we broke that down a few episodes ago so we know for sure we at least have some things to look forward to in the uh you know the uh this winter of 2021 and upcoming spring of 2021
0: so cool yeah yeah. What else? Uh, I, the boys. I'm sorry. I want to touch on the boys though. That move. That oh, that careful show, how you
1: say that. Careful how you say that. <laughs> you want to touch on the boys. You know, I said what I said. So. You made it. You got to stand by your words. You're yeah, a true man. I, I You're a I man who wants I to touch boys. Uh,
0: the boys. Let's touch some boys. Season two was an incredible strong follow-up to a really good season one. Yes. Mandalorian season 2, The Boys season 2. Like you say, the sophomore slump did not apply to those. I think the season Certainly. the second season were as good if not better than the first season on both of those.
1: I give you that. I give you that for sure. I agree.
0: Speaking of Amazon Hunters. Remember Hunters? Yeah. You didn't like Hunters?
1: I did not. I liked it until the end and I'm not going to get back into it, but I just thought that was such a disappointment, and they just were breaking their own rules, and
0: huh. just
1: the way – yeah. Okay. I the, the the big reveal at the end was – I was just like, that's stupid. And I basically, the strength of the whole first season was built on that, and that was such a lame re- reveal, and I just –
0: nah. Really, oh, I I thought I thought finding out the trees were killing people the entire time was a really good place.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be cool if they did a, a hybrid between The Happening and Hunters, and they called it The Hunting. Yeah, and it turned out they were killing trees, Nazi trees,
0: <laughs> Nazi trees,
1: trees that yeah. were planted by the Nazis. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, actually, okay. sounds
1: like a better show to me.
0: I actually I liked it. You know, and um, sorry, and I I, and I, I was I was digging it
1: until the end and i'm not saying the end like ruined the whole thing but i was just like no that didn't work for me i'll i'll give season two a a look when it inevitably comes out but i i feel i feel like i like i was about to go in for a kiss right like i'm building all this rapport and relationship and i'm finally going in for the kiss and instead i got hit like right when i closed my eyes and pursed my lips Hmm. you know that happens a lot you're married you should know no it does it does yeah you get hit a lot by your significant
0: <laughs> That's not funny, but it, yeah. that's the no, analogy I'm using. <laughs> um, yeah, every once in a while. It's not a big deal. Please help. Call for help.
1: Yeah, it's all right.
0: Amazon well, also- Well, I'm not telling
1: you you're wrong for liking it. Sorry, I just want to say that.
0: But well, it just wasn't, wasn't for okay, me. Okay, that's fine. You can say that. Cool. Amazon also released Upload, which I don't believe you saw. Right? No, but certainly not out of opposition, just haven't got around to it.
1: I do intend to. I like the premise as far as I can tell, and I look forward to checking it out.
0: Yeah, Upload is, is a good, lighthearted, interesting take on the future where people's consciousness are uploaded into this sort of dreamlike cloud. And so if you are wealthy, like the wealthy get to live in like this beautiful resort for the rest of their conscious being, right? Whereas those who are not wealthy either die completely or are uploaded to the shitty fucking like ongoing reality or virtual reality or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think it's one of those shows that shouldn't be as good as it is as just a kind of a basic comedy. It's like the good place. And I know you haven't really got into that either, but it's worth it. Totally worth it. Um, I want to
1: throw this out here. And this is not as like an official submission if I was to compile a list, but I started checking it out this year and now it continues as of this year. Cobra Kai was a nice little addition to just some at-home viewing this season. Granted, its first season, as I understand, or first two seasons was YouTube TV or YouTube Red or whatever that service is, and then Netflix acquired it. And now they're continuing it on their own platform, which just came out for season three yesterday but the first two seasons were yeah. close, man. That was, a, and it's, I'm excited to check out season three now. I think that's what's I'm going to be watching mostly next. And just to clarify, it wasn't a 2020 submission, but that's something I really geeked out over this uh, this year.
0: Yeah, but it did just literally at the start of 2021 have the new new third season start,
1: which is so, still again very positive review. Saying it's like keeping the the it's holding steam, you know, from its previous two seasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch Queen's Gambit? I that? have
1: not finished it yet, but I am really enjoying it. It's just trippy. It almost has like properties of like a, a Requiem for a Dream movie, just in the way like this person's just so out there and ultimately <laughs> is substance addicted. And um, I don't know. I just has that feel to it, but also like this unique sense of humor but not really. And it's really sad, but you just can't stop watching it. Yeah. I'm really I enjoying
0: it. I can't remember the the lead actress's name. Anna
1: Taylor-Joy, I think. Or Anna, Anna Joy, Joy. or Anna
0: Taylor. She sort yeah. of came out of nowhere for me. Like, I know she's had previous roles on, like, yeah. Peaky Blinders, and she was in *The New Mutant. The Witch. Um She was in The Witch, too. The Witch. I think The Witch was, like, her first that was that. her big debut yeah i never i never actually saw the witch but like cool. i don't know she's she's just an incredible actress too and she plays that part really well yeah i agree uh, which is weird to say because she's kind of just uh emotionless but somehow she plays it well and and i think that the story was written well and it's a good it's a good show in one of the top of the year. And I yeah, think- I agree with
1: that. I, I look forward to finishing it to con- confirm that feeling. But I, I, where I'm
0: at, I'm with you. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go after this, though. And I, I, I'm not going to talk about it much because I know you haven't finished it. But Well, here, just answer me this.
1: And this yeah. isn't necessarily a spoiler. They say it's a limited series. Does that seem fair? Like it's probably done after this? I think so. Okay. And I'm cool with that because then it's a limited series. And they gave you forewarning. But they also said the same about, like, True Detective as a for instance. And that's then wow. taken on several new iterations. But I can't see, like, oh, here's another chess story over here in this part of the world. So I'm cool if it's uh, just the one season.
0: Or, or maybe the second season is somebody with, like, a different board game, right? Like, somebody's really good at the game Sorry.
1: Have <laughs> ever told you this could be a fake sponsor if I thought about it more? But have I ever told you about my, like, um idea of like a like a um a same-sex uh tabletop game called connect four skin (laughs) no you have not yeah that's why (laughs) i think we can make that we can do that all right future if you heard it here then remember it when it comes around connect four skin
0: okay so there's two two more that i have on my list that i want to mention please do would you the first is Tiger King because that came out earlier this year.
1: I think that show benefited from just the absurdity and the fact that like, oh, this is like happening in our country. Like I I, I live in the same country as these people, but also that show came out. It feels like I don't have my exact dates lined up, but right around the time that like people are like, oh no, we're staying home. And it just super like rode that wave of like, now yeah, everyone's was... home looking for something to watch. And it was – I thought it was a movie when I first saw the preview paint on Netflix. I thought it was Michael Keaton like in a weird hillbilly <laughs> outfit, and I thought it was a movie. It looks like Michael Keaton. That looks like Michael Keaton. I'm with. A, a,
0: yeah, a... yeah.
1: And then you're just like – I mean whether the thing's dolled up or not or got the, uh, the Michael Moore treatment, who knows? But you can't deny that's real footage,
0: you know? Well, and that shit happened. Like you – it seems like it's fake. That's the thing. It, it does. It's, it's written so ridiculous. It's a train wreck. I, mean, I shouldn't say written. Their life and the decisions they made is so ridiculous. It seems like you could not write a better mockumentary. It's mind-boggling. And like you say, it's it's crazy to think that this is this happened in our country. But then again, look what's happening in our country now. <laughs> so are we that surprised?
1: I heard that. Yeah. Um, it was definitely the water cooler talk
0: for a season. Ironically, when nobody could go to the water cooler because...
1: It was the virtual water
0: cooler talk. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I can't deny that I finished that fast. Um, I was a little late to the party, so I kind of already knew what to expect based on, you know, just other people. Like, like, literally, you know, I was still going to work. I still... work was... Um, resuming carefully but still as normal and so yeah people like oh did you see that i'm like oh hold up hold up you know mm-hmm. don't don't say anything yet and so i kind of knew what to expect and maybe that i kind of down tiered my my enjoyment of it but mm-hmm. ultimately for better or for worse it sticks out in the year 2020
0: it does i mean shoot what episode one or two somebody gets their arm bitten off right and then
1: that joe Exotic guys running around in a paramedic outfit, cosplaying as a paramedic, (laughs) telling everyone, telling his guests, hey, we've had an incident. Yeah. The guy, the guy, poor guy. I mean, you can tell he just poor guy. Come on. That guy
0: was a
1: bad guy. To to some degree. A lot of it was self-inflicted and ego and just crazy access to things, but you could just tell he's was not playing with a full deck of cards. As yes, as made very clear when he just basically walked up to a guy and was like, Oh, Hey, would you consider murdering someone for 5,000 bucks? <laughs> Not realizing, uh, cool. That's a federal offense. And you will, upon proven guilt, yeah. that's murderous intent. That's you might as well just shoot someone yourself. Cause you're going away for the rest of your life.
0: I love how that guy just took the money and never did it. <laughs> <He's> totally fine. <laughs> it reminds me of,
1: do you ever have people buy you alcohol when you were a kid? Like no, up someone I like I didn't
0: eight. start drinking until I was like 30 something, dude. Oh. Well,
1: so why why would I have you, to can you be that then you can be that person for a kid who's struggling?
0: And I, I, I am. Every night I go to the 7-Eleven down the street and I just and wait. You ask it, and you don't wait for
1: people to come up to you. You go to them, like, hey, yeah. I can buy you alcohol if you want.
0: I'm like, hey, are you under 21? Because I can buy you alcohol, bro. Yeah. Cool. Am I cool with it? <laughs> You know, lastly, the one that I want to mention that stood out to me as sort of a surprise, like it was just something that I decided to start watching on Netflix, was Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts.
1: That keeps coming up as um, recommended viewing for me on Netflix, and I haven't got around to it. Should I check it out, in other words?
0: To me, it reminds me of Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: Okay. Where I know that's something that's near and dear to you,
0: right? I absolutely love that series and um, and and the corresponding movie, which was so good. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> all Night. But it has this perfect melding of a good story, good animation, good characters, um, and overall really good use of music. They, oh, they, cool. they that's they, important. It is. I I'm a huge sucker for a movie or tv show that uses music really well i just tried it out out of nowhere and was incredibly happy with the out- outcome
1: yeah, that's similar to how i felt about uh my pick for my favorite movie this year so far was his house just like mm-hmm. one day i stumbled across and i was just like oh what have i been missing this whole time uh you know while you were talking i uh pulled it up on uh, rotten tomatoes here and it's uh K- Kipo. am i saying that right yeah is voiced by karen fukuhara if i'm saying that right which who's uh in the boys who's in the boys is kimiko yeah. the boys yeah. so
0: I, ironically uh, she's a she's in the boys and she doesn't speak in the boys she's double well she signs really good that's true
1: she's double dipping here on uh on your list at least i i do intend to check out this show it looks great it looks like it's that perfect balance between like you could like this as a kid when we were watching cartoons in the mm-hmm. heyday, but also appreciate it for what it is now as an adult. Um, I do. Oh, and the guy from uh, Old Spice commercials is in it as uh, Dave. Is there a Dave in it?
0: Yeah. What do you mean Old Spice commercials? There's. I'm looking at his
1: picture. Dion Cole. He's amongst many other things. He's in Old Spice commercials. He's like the super jack guy that's always in a towel. And he's like. Really? He, yeah. He's the guy that talks to his wife about like wanting a lavender body wash. And he also has a son.
0: That's so random. He's all,
1: and he's like, you know, like like Terry Crews was heavily featured for a a a short campaign in Old Spice commercials. This guy too is uh, African American and jacked. Yeah, I I actually
0: know who you're talking about based on just the description of those commercials.
1: But hey, it's working out. Advertisement. It's probably got him this gig. For all we know. So, (laughs) as so, if this was a body wash, if this show was a body wash and a deodorant, Uh would it be as good or better than Old Spice?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Um I would I would say better. I would dare say better than Old Spice. Cool.
1: Then yeah. on the strength of that recommendation, uh top of the queue.
0: Okay.
1: Let's, that's on Netflix, yeah?
0: Yeah, that's the last one I had on my list. What uh is there any others that you wanted to mention?
1: No. I'm sure there's something I'm missing, but you know, recounting for 12 months of intake and consumption it, it's hard to do sometimes even if we're you know, a little bit prepared, but that's all I can really remember f- standing out for better or for worse. In this case, mostly for better.
0: Yeah. If I have
1: to choose my favorite, which I'm gonna do right now. So shut <laughs> up. Is um, you know, this is the obvious call being I'm a Star Wars fan, but it's gotta be Mandalorian. I just I was blue balled every week between Friday and Friday, just a smidge more than I was the boys season two, which would be right there if it wasn't for how much I enjoy Mandalorian season two. I'm jonesing for season three.
0: Mandalorian was incredible. So was the boys. And to me, it's hard to choose one. I'm gonna say Kipo in the Age of the Wonder Beast because I think that that show for me created this lighthearted escape. And that's a good sign ultimately. And
1: like you said, it's it was risk-free, it sounds like. Yeah. You know, you weren't invested in this before watching it so there's no expectations um you know you didn't know what to expect so it just made for like a really just like oh everything i get is enjoyable and you're playing on house money at that rate now next season you might have a standard based on your consumption of the previous seasons but up until this point that's really cool man
0: yeah i i recommend it I mean for those is- who for the old for the adults like me who like watching cartoons still, it's a perfect mix where you can watch it with you can be young and watch it and like it, and you can be old and watch it and like it
1: in your opinion, um is it episodic or does it is it like a cohesive story, or are they
0: just kind of standalone? No, the whole thing is continuously c- cohesive. see, I like that me too, yeah, cool, yeah, it
1: was good. I think that's a great place to finalize this so. Uh, if you have any of your own agreements or disagreements, feel free to let us know. Uh, but but first, Brandon, I just have this itch, this inclination, this yearning, if you will, to give you and all the listeners a shadow of the synopsis. We don't have to do it every time, but I got a good one. Okay. Uh, in honor of um, – well, I don't think this is giving anything away. I think one of our future conversations, if not the next one, which should be like we talked about an initial – review in progress for cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. and in honor of cyberpunk 2077 i was thinking about bugs (laughs) so i've got your shadow the synopsis okay
0: bugs okay
1: yeah you'll see you'll see just just go with it pretend you care all right ready here we go after a nature photographer dies on an assignment in venezuela a poisonous spider hitches a ride in his coffin to his hometown in rural california where Dr. Ross Jennings has just moved in with his wife, Molly, and their young young son. As town residents start turning up dead, Jennings begins to suspect spiders, and he must face his fears, and he and the no-nonsense exterminator, Delbert McClintock, fight to stop a deadly infestation.
0: Is that it? There's your shadow.
1: Yeah. You can tell that's it because I paused.
0: I feel like your shadow's... Of the synopsis is synopsi, whatever are so much shorter than mine i usually write out quite a bit more um Need more no i don't feel i'm gonna take a guess but i don't know for sure i'm gonna say arachnophobia and i'm gonna say correct okay and, and that's just simply based on the fact that it sounds like a horror movie with spires
1: it was an early
0: 1990 movie
1: do you remember starring who john goodman right he okay. was the exterminator, the over-the-top yeah, silly exterminator, and Jeff Daniels uh, as the oh. uh, the scientist. Okay. And it was like an homage to like old creature features of like the 1950s, like I said, in honor of bugs, which Cyberpunk has just a few thousand of. Um, I
0: just wanted to do that. To be fair, yeah, spiders are not bugs; they're arachnids.
1: What's the difference exactly?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> but you just wanted to sound smart.
0: But <laughs> I wanted to sound smart. All right. Exactly. If
1: you thought Brandon was smart for that reason or what topped his list or my list, please give us peas. Please feel free to let us know by emailing us. We have a we have a, a Gmail account. Do we not? We do. It's randomfandomcast at gmail.com. We are so exclusive in having a Gmail account. We also have a Twitter. It's at randomfandomwbb. Feel free to hit us up there and check out all our old episodes and leave us reviews on any platform you use. Uh, we enjoy this. I hope you do too. So, um, thank you for being a fan of our fandom.
0: And stay kiki everyone.
1: And go fuck yourself
0: 2020. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Bye.